0: It's our show, Christy. We can do whatever we want. Let's show them how to do life. Season three!
1: Oh boy, here it comes. Even
0: though we've done this show like 250 times, I still have no idea what
2: I'm talking about. (laughs) We may not know what we're doing, but we're having fun. (laughs) I was born for this. (laughs) I was born for this. The only way way out is
1: up. This is How to Do Life.
0: I really like uh my i think my favorite line in the new intro i gave john two choices Uh i gave him we've done this like 250 times and i finally know what i'm talking about (laughs) and i gave him and i still don't know what i'm talking about and i love that he picked he still don't know nice nice choice john (laughs) 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 nice choice heather today i want to open our show with a very serious recommendation oh okay
1: now here's part of the show where chrissy and heather tell us what to do well, might I recommend...
0: Might I recommend that if you meet someone and you think you like this person, just start calling them your friend. Oh, yeah. Just start calling them your friend. Be, be friends automatically. Over the weekend, I met several new folks. They were lovely folks. Some of us had, like, instant bonds. You know, we went on, we connected on the Facebook. We follow each other. We DM on the Insta. We do all those things. But you can also call them your friend. Like, you you can call them a friend right away. One of the people that I met was Darby. Darby is Greg Tish's sister. Greg Tish here of Mm
2: 93.3. Look, she's hilarious. Yeah, I heard that she's funnier than Greg. Yeah, I'm sorry, Greg.
0: (laughs) Greg's pretty funny. Greg is funny, but Darby, (laughs) she is so funny. She is great. Um, I am sure that next time I come on and visit with Maddie Rowe and Greg, we can discuss the dichotomy of family power in their, <laughs> like, <laughs> like what's happening in their family. I think that would be fun. Um, so I, I did a nice hike and I got to meet Darby. She was a lot of fun. Then um, had a wine tasting with uh, several ladies, some of them newer friends, you know, some of them people I'd known for a while. We were at the Hummingbird Wine Uh, here in Tallahassee, Florida, the Hummingbird Wine Bar. It's a fairly new place. Mm -hmm. Um, If people haven't checked it out yet, totally should. It's a really, really cute little wine bar. Excellent service, excellent people. Um, Trailer is one of the managing partners there. He took great care of us. He was wonderful. They had a guest Samaya in, um, Adam Foster, and I've been to some of his events before. It was a wonderful night. It was a ton of fun, and it was so much fun to watch I had met every woman there before at least once, but a lot of them hadn't met each other. Uh-huh. And to watch new relationships form yeah. and phone numbers being exchanged and new friendships, like, and to feel like a connector of that. It's just a really nice idea, you know?
2: Is that something that you arranged with the restaurant? Like, is, like is it something that you called and said, I want to do a wine tasting, or were they hosting it and you went to it?
0: They were hosting it and they had posted it, and act- it was actually all wines from the Rioja region of Spain. Mm-hmm. So I had a really good time uh, since I did the hike there. I sat and I Googled and I would look at where the vineyard was and I would look at, like, how many miles on or off the walk it was. And they were all really concentrated right around a very small area that I spent several days in, you know, so it was really neat to be like, oh, and, like, some of them, I was like, I walked right by this, like, I, like, and some of the people who grow grapes there, um, or the people who grow anything there in Spain, they will, they like the pilgrims, they like the people who are hiking, and they might wash up some grapes and set them on a table and say, these are washed for you, you know, so you get to, and it was harvest time, so, you know, you get to kind of taste the grapes that are making that you cool. know, we and we drank some like 2016, 2017 wines, and I'm like, these were the grapes that I, uh, you know, cool. <laughs> that I was part of it. Was really cool, but you know, I just say, call people your friend if you want them to be your friend. Call it what it feels like and what you want it to become. Mm-hmm. And the reason I thought of this is actually because of Fan Club President Kylene, uh-huh. because she sent me a screenshot of my own Instagram handle the other day, uh-huh. and on a phone call very early in our friendship, she said when you do this Instagram handle, this is how you're supposed to introduce yourself. Like you're supposed to write a little blurb here and you're supposed to whatever. And so when I went and made my blurb, I said, my friend says I am to write something about who I am and place it here. And she takes me a picture of it and she said, oh, um, I love that you still have that up and that we're actually friends now. And I was like, well, I labeled you as a friend. We were friends then. Yeah, (laughs) like in my mind, we were friends then. I labeled you as a friend very early, you know? And I just, I, you know... I think that's okay. You know, I think that's okay. If you find someone that you connect with, they are your friend. You don't have to label them as acquaintance. You don't have to spend every minute with them of every day. They're your friend.
2: I have claimed friendship with somebody who I don't know if she considers me a friend, but I'm calling her my friend. And it's because I'm total fangirl of um, one of my absolute favorites favorite historians, Mm -hmm. Sherry Shari and I, you know, we have our, um, we'll have to tag her Mm -hmm. now. We'll have to tag her. Um, And your friend, we'll have to tag your friend too. Mm -hmm. Um, We have our, our Poor Richard's Book Club, our American History Book Club, and we had our first meeting last week, and the author of the book that we're studying, who happens to be one of my most favorite historians, was our guest Mm -hmm. and I had her email address and I sat on it for a little bit because I was so afraid to email her and sound like an idiot. Um, But, we had a great time in our book club, and now she's my friend. So I've decided that Mary Beth Norton is my friend mm-hmm. now because we've had several conversations.
0: And you made her laugh. You told me. I did. You I were so geeked about her that you started sending texts. Like, And I'm like, I don't know who she is, but I'm really, really, <laughs> really happy for you that you made a new friend and that you have a new friend.
2: I she's think, my friend now. I'm so
0: glad. Yeah. And you have, you have a famous friend that you look up to, and I think that that is <laughs> awesome. One of the first times that I met Brian, I made a joke that I'm a collector of people yeah (laughs) (laughs) and a couple weeks later he was like I see what you mean you just like stick people in your orbit but I like to think that I'm better than a collector right I'm a connector
2: oh yes I like that
0: yes that's true and I think that one of the nicest things for a connector is to make friends with other connectors, you know. And I felt like that's what we got to do all weekend. And it just makes such a rich network of people. And it doesn't mean you spend all your time with all these people all the time, but it means they're your friend, you know. Like Darby is my friend now. You know, we spent a few hours together. She makes me laugh. She tagged me in something on Instagram today. <laughs> so we Whether she likes friends. it or not, we are friends. <laughs> and if you want to friend people, be a friend. Make your intentions known. That hey, I think you're cool. And I am happy to place you in my life if you would like to be there. Be open, be honest, and make yourself a friend. Right? Yeah. Yeah. You don't have to overthink it. Right. Let's move on to a little bit of
2: housekeeping. Come back later, please. Housekeeping.
0: Big shout out to Belgium. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) Big shout out to Belgium. Belgium, after the United States, is the place where we are heard the most. Really? Yes.
2: Thanks, Belgium. Thanks, we Belgium. love you. I'm
0: gonna um, let me see. Let me see. I'm gonna tell you all the places that we are being heard right now. Okay. Okay.
2: We You're are so good heard. at this. I'm so glad you pay attention to this. We
0: are being heard in the Philippines. Okay. The UK, mm-hmm. France, yeah, Switzerland. Okay. We are being heard in the Russian Federation, Mexico, Jordan, Chile, Chile, Brazil, Canada, Ireland, Australia. Belgium. Belgium's beating Australia. And you know, we have Sherry Shari. We have Denise. We have people that we know and love in Australia. Right. You guys need to bring up that Australia fan club because Belgium is beating you. By how much? Belgium is... <laughs> <laughs> A little bit. They're points ahead. Okay? Belgium is it's bigger... neck and neck. ...bigger listeners. More <laughs> Belgium listeners. So, we all are right. being heard all those places. Big shout out to Belgium. I, I just... I was looking at this and I was thinking, Belgium, you're awesome. You're second to the good old U.S. of A. You're beating Australia. But Belgium, I am curious to know.
2: You know, this is probably nosy, personal, and none of her business. But she just can't help it, you know? She is just curious to know.
0: Hey, Belgium, who are you? How did you find us? What do you like about us? Yeah. What would you change about us? Oh, no. We don't care about (laughs) that. Yes, we do, Belgium. We care about you very, very much, Belgium. We want to know you, our listeners, better. That's true. So please, please, please go to the Facebook at the How to Do Life with Chrissy and Heather. Drop us a line and tell us the answers to these questions. (laughs) Whether you're from Belgium or not, you can do this, but especially if you're from Belgium. (laughs) We are also ramping up on the Instagram now. Um, our handle on Instagram is How to Do Life with C and H. It's a little bit long, but it's all one word. Um, we'll try to make it worth it. <laughs> we got new stuff up there. We really haven't done Instagram at all up until this point, so. Um, Go on the Facebook, go on the Instagram, talk to us. We want to know who you guys are. We want to know how you found us and what you what you dig about this little show that we're doing. I think that's really fun. Part of our 2021 goals for the show is to get to know our listeners better. We want your input. We want your stories. We want to be friends. <laughs> <laughs> we want to be yeah, your friend. Cool. So let's get into it. Yay. Before we hit the grab bag, I want to introduce a new segment. The segment is called Goals. It's going to be a place to state our, you know, intentions and to give updates on how things are going We want our listeners to do the same. We will start a thread on that Facebook and that Instagram where you can state your goals. We will state ours too. And every few weeks we can give accountability updates and check in with each other. This is the year of goals. Yep. Not not grace. (laughs) And we may fail at some, but I think setting some public intention may help uh, all of us. Listeners, you, me. Belgium. Belgium. Everybody can help. You know each other reach their goals, which I think could be really cool. So, without further ado, here is our new goals segment.
1: And now, it's time to talk about our
0: goals! Heather, give us an update on your goals.
2: Pick a goal, any goal. Which one do you want an update on? I want to know about your spending goal first. Oh, you know what? That's actually going... um, Well... Okay, so if I think about the actual amount of money that I've spent, probably not great but it's only because i was out of a lot of things what i do feel good about it about is that i did not go into target for like a week i did the um the drive up pick up Mm -hmm. my order and so i went online that helps so much because man once you walk into that target that's the thing they have the bins right there at the beginning and Mm -hmm. so um so I feel like that's going well. And then I also set up Amazon pantry. And so um now I have had I've had mishaps with that in the past where I've I've messed up the order and I've gotten like fifty packs of paper towels or something. <laughs> but um I think I got now it. This you just got to stock
0: up. You're fine. You're good. Yeah. You're good. You're in yeah. good shape. Yeah. So I
2: feel like I'm making progress. I give myself a, a I give myself an A on that. Awesome. Yeah. Do you have
0: other goals that you want to share what's happening with them?
2: Well, yeah. I've got my, um, I'm, you know, I'm doing 2021 miles mm-hmm. in 2021 mm-hmm. so far. I've got news for you on that, too. We'll oh, talk fun. about that in a second. Okay. Mm-hmm. And um, dry January is going great. Great. Yeah. So Tremendous. That's, I mean, I've got other goals, of course. I've, you know, I've always got an endless list of goals. But those are my top three for right now. Fantastic.
0: I want to say hi to Barb and Christy and Kylie who are currently watching us. Hi, friendies. Thank you. It's good to see you guys here today. Uh, It's really hard for me to manage both things at once. So the fact that I even said this, (laughs) pretty big ups to myself for that. So, Heather, my first week of my um, walking, hiking, running goal um, actually didn't start until this week. Oh. um, But I went ahead last week and got ahead And got 40.5 miles logged in week one, which I felt pretty good about. Yeah, If I stick with that pace over the course of 2021, then um, I will actually do 2,025 miles uh, by the end of the year. So I'm on pace to do the 2021 challenge just like you are. And I actually told Jerry, our new friend Jerry, Jerry owns... um, Jerry's restaurant in Midtown here in Tallahassee. It is delicious. She's also the manager at the Sodo Bakery. She also is the manager at the Argonaut Coffee. I can keep
2: up with all of right. The she does that everything.
0: Yeah, the Argonaut is located conveniently inside the Midtown Reader, where you can pick up your copy of the latest book club read, Calypso by David Sedaris. Um, but yeah, Jerry and I are talking about going to um, Niagara and doing. She wants to do a full marathon. I think I'll do a half. And she asked me to collaborate on her 2021 uh, goals, like to do a team with her. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, we're going to double this. We're going to crush it. You know, it's going to be great. So so that's awesome. And Jerry will be a guest very soon on our show. Yeah, and I'm looking forward really to that. Fun. Me too. It's going to be really fun to get to talk with her. I have a, a, an idea for a game to do with her. Oh, fun. I no, I love gonna, that stuff. Yeah, which is going to be a ton of fun. Um, like I said, you can get the book at the Midtown Reader, and I'm going to bring it all the way around. Speaking of Calypso, last night I read the first two stories in our book club book, Calypso. Okay. The book, for anyone who hasn't, you know, gotten to dive in yet, it's a collection of short stories. So you don't need tons and tons of time. If you've got 10 minutes, you've got enough time to read, like, one of the stories in the book, which is great. Um, The first two, the first two stories in here are just classic David Sedaris. They are funny they are snarky. They are tinged in sadness and in joy, yeah. just like real life, you know. Um, but I decided that I would uh, read us one little paragraph from it. Okay. Because cause I think that this resonates for so many of us with how we feel about our families. Um, sadly, what he's talking about here is that his youngest sister had committed suicide. Hmm. So there's nothing there but that, that makes you smile, you know. But, but the part that he wrote that I think really is... Um, Really sweet. He says, Mustn't Tiffany have hoped that whatever pills she'd taken wouldn't be strong enough that her failed attempt would lead her back into our fold? How could anyone purposely leave us? Us of all people. This is how I thought of it, for though I've often lost faith in myself, I've never lost faith in my family, in my certainty that we are fundamentally better than everyone else. (laughs) It's an archaic belief, one that I haven't seriously reconsidered since my late teens, but I still hold on to it. Ours is the only club I'd want to be a member of. I couldn't imagine quitting. Like, don't you, like, isn't that the way we feel about our families sometimes? This is the best family. This is the best people. Like, (laughs) Who would want to leave this team? Right. right? Like, like we are fundamentally better than everyone else. (laughs) I love that. (laughs) If you're on my team, you're fundamentally better. (laughs) I love that. And I love, like, that kind of, you know, pride in in your people. I think that's really sweet.
2: I like that, too. Yeah. I always like it when a family is just enjoys each other's company yeah like sincerely enjoys each other's company and just
0: make each other laugh like and all of these stories are really family stories in here it's you know what his sister said at the beach house and what you know like when when his dad you know wrecked the car and you know like just bike riding and they're Uh and they're all it's it's really family stories and i think that that's fun and it's all about how quirky our families are and how silly our families are you know and i just think that that's a lot of fun all right let's get into the grab bag okay
1: what did what they come up with now?
2: Ew, not that! Let's one.
1: see what's in the grab bag.
2: I think I've got it. All
0: right, so the grab bag today, special one to me. Okay. And I give this topic like bonus points because it's malleable to so many different side topics. Like when you do the Heather's headlines, right? Mm-hmm. You, when you go grab things from a newspaper, there's so much that you can grab and talk about, right? Mm-hmm. And that's what we're going to talk about today, the power and the importance of a local news outlet. Mm-hmm. If you are a longtime listener, you already know that I love our local newspaper. I love the physical paper. I love on Sundays when it arrives, the nostalgia of that, the feel of you know the paper in my hand, the look of the print. I like getting that newspaper. I get digital every other day of the week, but on Sunday I get a physical copy of my newspaper, and I like that. And I brought it. I brought a couple sections of it with me today because I want to take a look at a couple stories from it. Our local paper is the Tallahassee Democrat, mm-hmm. and uh, it's a good hometown paper. It balances local stories, which are so important, and that's what we're going to talk about today: is that importance of getting the news of your community. So I get that paper. I also have a digital subscription to the New York Times. Um, mostly because I like to read the modern love column. <laughs> I really just get that and read all the tiny love stories and all the modern love. And I don't ever dive into the newsy part of it. And uh, that's okay. I thought that, that's okay. Fine. Um, we aren't going to have the time that I want today to dig into this topic the way that I want to, but never fear Heather. Cause guess what? Guess who's going to come in or not going to come in. Who's going to call in and talk with us.
2: Is it, the person who uh, lit the flame of our having this show in the first place? It is. Yay!
0: It's a big shout out to Randy Atwood. She is Awesome! Newspaper editor extraordinaire. Mm -hmm. She will be giving us some insights into the ever-changing world of the news, of print, of how local, national, and the world merge, you know, in, in the print paper and more. It, she's just a fascinating woman. She's extremely intelligent. And, yes, she is the person who, she was the connector. She was. The, the person who put this show in motion. Do yep. you
2: want to talk about that a little bit? Well, it was in her writing class. You know, we, we both were um, members of her writing class, and that's where we met, mm-hmm. and um, and it was a while after that that we really we had to connect a couple of times before we figured out what we were supposed to do together. But we were both in that class, and um, yeah, our our eyes met across the room, and yes. The rest is history.
0: I honestly remember like that moment, standing in the doorway. Like mm-hmm. we were, we were on our feet. We were like ready to leave. Uh huh. And I think you were like still facing into the room. Yes. I was facing toward the yep. exit. Yeah, I remember and we, the yeah, exact like, same thing. Yeah, and that and we were, and we were just kind of like,
2: hmm. there's yeah. something going on what are here. You,
0: who who are you? <laughs> who that? <laughs> who that girl? Yeah. And uh, and that, now look. And now look, 173 episodes ish (laughs) somewhere in there my goodness i know thanks randy Mm -hmm. and we can't wait to have you on we cannot wait to talk to you randy it's going to be so much fun for today i want to take a glance inside of last sunday's tallahassee democrat and the first piece i want to talk about is bill's piece yes okay so bill is a friend of mine too he's my friend He is an actual friend because we talk to each other on um, Facebook Messenger. We've had (laughs) coffee together. He is my friend. Yeah. And we talked about friendship today and what that means. Um, That doesn't mean that I agree with everything that he says, obviously, but I do really enjoy his writing and I enjoy um, reading him in the newspaper. And his article this week I thought was solid gold. I'm going to put a link to it. Um, It was so good. And it's titled, Trump's Twitter ban is not censorship. And it is just so stinking logical.
2: That's so, what I love about Bill. Yes. You can't, I mean, you might not agree, but you can't argue with him. Because right. he's so, he makes such a good argument.
0: You know what else he does really well? Um, so Bill is an older gentleman than you or I. And he ties in things from a couple decades ago. You know, very, very nicely. There's a section in here where he's talking about a candidate back, at, I don't know, the 80s or 90s. And this candidate was really hateful. And he talks about how they didn't give him a lot of time. And that wasn't censorship either. Right. And the explanations in here, I just think it's, it's a really, really well done piece. Um, I love that he calls himself the capital, capital curmudgeon. Mm-hmm. I just think he's a lot of fun. I definitely encourage everyone to read this article. This is a good article. It's a good article. Like I said, you might not agree with everything that he says, but, I mean, this one is pretty spot on. It makes a pretty good case for a lot of things. Let's hear it. You want to, you want to hear a little bit of it?
2: Yeah. All right. Let's, uh, I actually. Because I didn't get to read it.
0: Okay. I actually texted him, and I was like, I feel like I should read your article in full as a public service announcement. <laughs> I'm not going to do that. But let's see. Uh, let me find a good, a good little section here. When Twitter and Facebook dropped Trump and some global tech giants turned off the right-wing site parlor, there were predictable cries of censorship. It's a fine distinction, but people and organizations are not being deplatformed for holding unpopular ideas. It's persistent lying and incitement of violence that finally got Facebook and Twitter to take action last week. And if they are censoring Trump for his beliefs... What are at least 21 major corporations doing by halting campaign contributions to members of Congress who voted not to certify the electoral vote? As a Trump-inspired riot smashed the Capitol. Hallmark even asked two senators to refund money its employees had donated to their campaigns. There's a lot of talk in here about the fact that these are private companies. Mm -hmm. I, I think my favorite line in here, let me find this favorite line. Oh, This line I thought was so good. He says... The Constitution assures a free press, not a fair one.
2: That's the part I liked. Mm-hmm.
0: Or no equal access to editorial space. The Constitution assures a free fa- press, not a fair one. And that's true.
2: Yeah, that's how I, mean, I felt about all of the censorship talk uh, over the past couple of weeks is that the you are not guaranteed a platform. You just are legally protected to say it. Right. And so I don't have to let not- you say it.
0: if I build a page, and I, if I have my own Facebook account and you go on and you sit, you put a comment on mine, I have the power to delete your comment. Right. I, I mean, I get to control what represents me in my name. I might do a crappy job at it. I might put something out there that people don't like, you know, I'm whatever. But. I get the choice of what you get to say on my page, you know. You get to delete a comment that I put on your page if you think it's nonsense, you know. Like, nobody gets to just... Right.
2: Yeah. Well, You, you and, can
0: say what you want. It doesn't mean that I have to support it or... Or publish know, it. You know, or publish it, yeah.
2: Nope, you're not guaranteed a platform to say whatever you want to say, but mm-hmm. you are legally protected to have said it. And, you know, Facebook and Twitter are the most widely used but you you have other avenues for communication Mm -hmm. one thing i wanted to say about local news is um, i was listening to um the bbc world service on npr on saturday Mm -hmm. and i was um it was a it was a whole thing about um just communication and politics and um you know just kind of a lot of current event stuff but one of the points that i thought was unique i hadn't heard yet was um somebody saying the seeing the decline in local news on tv or in newspapers has been is is kind of proportional to the division that we have in the polarization of viewpoints because we don't have that local news that brings us home right like
0: I implore you people to support your local newspaper. You can get the New York Times too. You can read the internet. You can read magazines. But the importance of your local paper cannot be overstated. Maybe we weren't really meant to know what's happening in Ghana on a day-to-day basis right. or what's happening. Like, yeah. Maybe we weren't. But being connected to your neck of the woods, to your neighbors, to your community has never been more important than in these isolating times. I'm going to post a link to the Democrat so you can buy yourself the paper. <laughs> Give yourself the gift of the newspaper. I really do think like local news is important. It's important to know what's happening in your town and no one else is going to tell you but your local news outlet you have to support them like getting the 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 big global news is awesome it's wonderful there's a great story in here about what a good job ken jennings did um, <laughs> as, as a fill-in for alex trebek um, that was a fun one to read that is more of national you know excitement but it, the things you know. What else is in here? An article in here about um, hiking trails nearby. Mm-hmm. And guess what? We need right now places to go outside and places to um, be out in open air and away from other people, but still, you know, maintain our sanity. And you're not going to get that anywhere but your local paper, where they're going to tell you all of the local hiking trails and how to access them, and you know how much fun they are and how they're rated. That's a, that's a very local thing that you kind of need to know.
2: Well, and as a frequent contributor, um, freelance writer for the local newspaper, for one, I get defensive when people criticize our local newspaper, because for one, you know, I write for the paper. Mm -hmm. And also, um, you know, because I believe that no news source is going to be perfect, but it serves an important um, service you know, to the community. And also, it does unify people together. I mean, I love getting text messages from people that I've interviewed who want to know when their story is going to be in the paper because mm-hmm. their dad wants to make sure he gets a copy.
0: That's so sweet. You know, the fact yeah. that, mm-hmm. you
2: know, that people have access to that is important. And I think that it's part of what is, is important about a community.
0: I remember being a little kid and like you got to be in the paper for something, you know, like you you were were in a dance recital or you were, you know, like you won a contest or whatever and the newspaper would come out and take your picture and, you know, like, oh my goodness, what, like, was there any better feeling? Like, it gives you your little boost of, you know, huh, I yeah. did this thing and, and people got to see it and I'm proud of it. Well, and, and
2: it's you know? so wonderful when somebody cuts a paper, cuts a story out and brings mm-hmm. it to you. Yeah. You know, it's just that is a humanity connection that I love. The fact mm-hmm. that they took, they read that, they thought about it, they got their scissors, they cut it carefully. Yes. Uh-huh. And then they kept it long mm-hmm. enough to give it to me. Yes. That in itself. Just, it's just—it's such I, a sweet gesture. It is, you know, and it it's really it's is meaningful.
0: Yeah. I think so too. I really do. I think that I'm really looking forward to having Randy in to yeah. talk more about the paper. I think, you know. We're going to have lots of local news fun. We're going to have lots of things that she's going to share with us. And I can't wait to hear her perspective on how much it has changed. And the newspapers have been through so many iterations. <laughs> yeah, you know, the media in survival. general has been through so many iterations. I think it's going to be a fascinating conversation. I can't wait for Randy to get here. We're also going to have Jerry in in mm-hmm. February to talk about all sorts of fun. Like I said, I have that game plan for her. It's going to be fun. Uh, Brian will be here in a couple mm-hmm. more weeks. We are just having a blast.
2: Yeah, here We've on got the lots here on the life. We
0: are just having a blast. It's going to be so great. And I want to thank everybody for being part of it, especially Belgium. <laughs> Before we go, I got to give us a little bit of.
2: Don't forget your homework.
0: Make a friend. Yeah. Make a goal. Yeah. Get your local newspaper.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Go on Facebook and Instagram. Uh-huh. Tell us all about it. A plus.
2: Until next time. Bye. Don't forget to tell them where to find us. Yeah, tell us what you learned. We're on all the things.
1: For those of you looking to increase your dosage, connect with Chrissy and Heather on Facebook and Instagram and tell us how you do life. Visit ChrissyandHeather.com. That's with a C-H-R-Y-S-S-Y. Like, share, and subscribe. And tell everyone you know.
0: Until next time. Bye.